smoking and growing and watching prohibition fall down. What is up, DGC? Hey, it's Scotty. I'm hanging out. I am back in studio and I showed up. My friends are here and they're all up to good stuff. So we're doing a little Know Your Breeder today. Respect to Banner for setting this up. So I've given up my normal chair and Banner, take it, man. Who are we hanging out with here? Oh man, I still have the throne. I appreciate that. Ah. Uh, today, uh, we have another local breeder that we're uh, really excited to have in the studio. Yes. And uh, this is going to be another one of those shows where uh, we have in-studio people, so that means we have flour. We can check that out and talk about it. Uh, but anyways, we have uh, Span Lion from Span Lion Genetics. And, uh, he, he says I can just call him Spanny, though. Yeah, it's Spanny. easier. Yeah, you can call me Spanny, Span Lion. I wish I had a bunch of cool names right, like right. that. I man. know, man. That's very cool. Yeah. Anyways, welcome, brother. Glad that you could come up and hang out with us. It's a pleasure to be here, man. Hell yeah. It's my first show ever, you know. I'm really excited about it. And smoke some weed with you guys and just talk about, you know, everything weed. Fantastic. Um, while we get started here, yeah. uh, can you tell us about what you have in front? Right, yeah, so what is that? What yeah. you roll? We offered you a rolling tray, and you yeah. said, "No, I brought this." Yeah, so this is this is a calabash. It's a it's a fruit from a plant, you know, and then you just dry it, and then you scrape it out, and it turns into this nice bowl. Usually, we eat like um, people eat from it, you know. Okay, sure. But I use it for rolling my weed. So where you're from Brooklyn or Atlanta? No. no <laughs> where the hell do they do that? Texas, That's where I'm in, bro. I'm from, yeah, you are from Texas, I'm, which I'm, freaks me out. Well, I, I was living in Texas. I'm not from. I know. You know, but I'm originally from Antigua. That's an island in the Caribbean. So, yeah, and I moved out here for school, and then, you know, I just figured figured I'd move to Colorado because, you know, it's so nice out here. The promised land. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. to grow weed, right? Facts, yeah, you had to grow some weed, you know, to get some experience in it, you know. Let me ask you, in Antigua, what's the weed scene like? Is it legal? Well, Is it well, tolerated? We just, we just decriminalized back in um, 2018. So now, you know, you have more people growing at home and they actually um, are starting to do commercial grows out there now. So, dude, I got to be honest, I couldn't point to Antigua on a map right now, man. Where is it? All right, so it's going to be south, southeast of Florida. Okay. So if you just pull up the map oh, and the... you just look southeast, you just keep going southeast. Oh, like still in the Caribbean? It's in the Caribbean. Got it. Is it okay. lesser Antilles? It's some West Indies. West Indies, okay. 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 So And so has there been a weed scene there for a long time with people? We were talking about bringing seeds and bringing mountain clones and all that well, stuff. No, Our no, friends doing that? Now that, you're, now that it's um, decriminalized, you're starting to see more of that happen. You know, a lot of, you know, a lot of big players from the States, you know, in the UK are starting to like, you know, venture and see, see what's up down there. And is it, is it the climate? Is there something about growing there that's particularly attractive or? Well, um, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say there's anything really other than the beaches and the paradise living. I'm know? sure it's like, absolutely beautiful. You know, yeah, but, I, and, and it's um, a 12 hour, it's like, it's, since it's so close to the equator, yeah. you know, it's like a 12 hour light cycle there, you know, so right. plants are flowering all year. Okay. Wow. So, you know, is, is there people want to grow out like outdoor like sativa kind of stuff down there that's pretty cool yeah definitely you know you, you actually do have a lot of people growing sativas because you know they get bigger plants and whatnot yeah that's yeah. really cool because we don't really see a whole lot of that around 
I went to, uh, on my honeymoon to Jamaica and the weed that I got there wasn't impressive looking. I was like, mm. eh, we'll see. Got mm. me so fucking high though, man. And I was like, respect, man. Mm. That's something to so, that, man. Hey, so let's, what you got in the jars? Yeah, man. So this is actually one of my most recent crosses that I did. And I, I call this one, um, I call this one Greasy Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have you ever heard of the whole PC thing, man? The PC? I hope you like, uh, it's about the cat, right? Uh, yeah. No, it's a cross between um, Grease Ball, um, Grease Lotto, which is a strain that I bred. <laughs> <laughs> I know these names, right? It's, it's, Are they going to get, they get better, huh? Oh, yeah, they, they get way better, <laughs> oh, man, trust me. But it's a cross between Grease Lotto, which is a Grease Ball cross with a Puffo Gelato. And let me see. Hey, let me put my glasses on for this. Oh, yeah. oh, actually, you know what? Give it a little. Oh, on the camera? Yeah, definitely. Check it out. Can you see it good? Yeah, here you go. Give it to me. I, I'm the guy that can see yeah, it good. Oh, you can oh, check it out too. That's one of them. Yeah, that's beautiful, my, man. What do you breed when you're breeding for? Will you breed for getting high for what it looks like? Well, it all depends. Yield? It all depends, really. You know, like I like I like to get a nice, I a nice looking bud, bag of peel. You know, hell, you need that now, yeah, man. definitely, and the smell for sure. You know, I like I like to have nice smells and and like strong strong effects. You know, like yeah. I, I'm more of an indica person. <laughs> Are you? Yeah, definitely. This Foco Banner dared me to smoke this joint. Uh, uh, man, who, who grew this, man? I'm trying that's to from Working Man Seeds. Jesus. And he was like, oh, come on, it's going to get y'all raced out. And yeah, this is a sativa yeah, that my heart's beating. A, I'm, yeah, yeah. I can't shut up. Sorry, yeah. Banner. Yeah. <laughs> been, yeah, it's a blasty sativa. I've been yeah. appreciating the good Northern Colorado, right, it's like to do epic shit outside. Yeah, shout out to Foco Cough, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, you like the couch lock stuff? Yeah, yeah, that's what I mainly like, you know, because like when I smoke sativas, you know, it it gives me that kind of angsty feeling, you know, yeah. I feel the anxiety and I don't really like that. So I feel I find that indicas make me feel a lot calm, you know. And then it's so funny because I think about my buddy, uh, breeder Rasta Jeff, and he's like, I don't like it unless my heart's racing. And I'm, you know, <laughs> yes, it's like a lot different. of people, a yeah. lot of people, a lot of people seem to have that effect when they smoke like these sativa strains, you know, so. You know, hybrids, indica hybrids, you know, or just like flat out indica dominant strains, you know, that's kind of what I like to go for. And what was the, what, okay, so there's, so, yeah, this, this is a new, new one of your new yeah, creations? Yeah, this is or? actually one of my new ones. Yeah. And it's a cross of, between Grease Lotto and a Cheetah Piss. Okay. Yeah. And, um, Did you name Cheetah Piss? I got well, no, that's actually a cookie. It's a cookie. Strain. And that's just what's happening now, man. They're just naming them like that. Huh? <laughs> facts. Facts, right. man. You know, just, Does it smell like Cheetah? I don't really know what Cheetah Piss smells, smells like. I imagine it's really bad. You know what? That's cheetah, cheetah man, piss I'm going to put this out. I'm being, <laughs> being rude here. You're right, though. The cat piss is like a terpene, though. You're 100% right. Well, yeah, I no, mean, I it's, get it's it, a strain it. with, it's got with, with flowery kind of smells that are reminiscent to, to cat piss. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Flowers and pee. What are you, a sommeliers? This reminiscent of cat piss. Mm? I like it. Uh, that's the least. And then this one is actually, this one's actually my my newest newest strain. It's a memberberry cross with the puffo gelato that I also crossed with uh with a great gasoline from compound genetics. So your oh, ethos gasoline is better. Uh, so you're an ethos fan of here. Compound like... genetics? Well yeah, ethos, yeah, ethos, sure. yeah, memberberry and yep. um I have I also have a few other few other um ethos strains like his lilac diesel. 
Yep. That's the uh, other popular one. Yeah. yeah I know yeah. We, we have a friend loving in our eyes that uh, breeds with a lot of his stuff. And yeah, it makes beautiful oh, babies. Oh, yeah. It's very different. Yeah. That one, I don't even have, I don't even have a name for that one yet. You know, I'm thinking about calling it It's yeah. Great. Butt Skunk or oh, something. No, yeah. Just, something it's really great, offensive. Because you know, it, it has a very strong, like, grapey turp to it, you know? It does. Yeah. So. It's great. I don't know what I'll call that. It's great, everybody. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Wow, yeah. it does. Beautiful, beautiful thank stuff, you, man. Banner, I've been hogging. I've been hogging the mic, man. All right, so it's that I'll, cough, bro. Yeah, I, but you know, show what? everybody how much cough you smoked. Man, I've been working on this for at least a half hour. Man. What's up with the joints that aren't wet but they go out? I don't. know. You know what is that? Just. Just the Colorado. Is dry. it the crystals, man? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just burns out turns to, to dust, I guess. No, man, this is just dank as fuck, man. This is too is frosty. Does that one out quick on you? Like it just keeps out. Yeah, hard. yeah, and it's dry, completely dry, man. Oh yeah, that's 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 the thing about Colorado. You know, it's the air, the humidity is so so low out here that yep. I find I find like a lot of people, you know they mess up in their in their drying process and their curing process and even the storage you know i will shout out to these guys man they're a uh, booster a uh, sponsor of ours man but keeping that shit just a little packet in there yeah. it keeps perfect man definitely it, really it does, does rescue uh even if you have it all sealed up out here it'll just crumble yeah. after a while it does kind of bring it back should be on like the I welcome to Colorado stoner guide, you know. <laughs> You'll yeah. need moisture packs. Cut here, down okay? the number of times you open your jars. Yes, the leaf in your jar isn't gonna work here. Okay, we'll airing that out all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Good shit, Banner. You got anything as far as growing? I, I've been watching some of your episodes. Yeah, and it's such a different vibe, man. You know what I mean? You kind of get technical, or at least you really understand like the the tools that they're working with, the breeders are working with. So. I'm gonna shut up, man. I'll do my. Take uh, it, man. We could do like the lightning round questions. Deal. All right. Well, we already know the answer to the first one, which is usually uh, bong, wheat, or a bowl, a joint, or or a what's the other one? Bong. No, bong, bowl, or joint, man. You got, yeah. well, anyways, you got vaporizers. You got, yeah. Oh, do you vape though? Oh, definitely. Actually, oh, I, I see that volcano the, in the back. Oh, you bust out the volcano? Definitely, man. Bust it out. Oh, no, it's too crinkly, man. I've already made that mistake on the air. Which oh, is, oh, oh, it's too old. Which is why I, I actually bought the Plenty, which is another one, just because you can use it quietly. True. Uh, you know what, man? You can roll the raw paper then, you know. So you yeah. yeah. I, I like rolling the raws. That's kind of my, my favorite go. way to give, smoke. Give them a raw. Okay, okay. okay. I'm wrong, paper. man. I thought we were going to roll a joint and it's totally cool. Wow. Okay, keep on lighting this joint and smoking it because it's getting high. I like to be high. You need to put that out. Dude, I'm rolling so You guys roll with filters and all that? Or I don't, know, man. I'm, uh, okay, I'm good. I'm old school too, you know? Like, just give me the raw paper and I'll roll it up with the filter, without a filter. It's like, funny that you a weed culture show, I guess, or growing. I love growing weed. I do think I know a lot and I think I'm pretty good at it. Yeah. But as far as like giving a shit about the whole style of it. Yeah. Never have. First off, it was illegal where I came from for so long that. No, I don't smoke, man. No. Got a collared shirt on. I don't <laughs> you know, it wasn't it just, me. Just the style of it. You're rolling fancy joints and having a fancy glass pipe. I was like, look, I have a pipe. It's glass. It works, you know? So it's kind of interesting when it came to Colorado, the crazy, not the crazy, the awesome cannabis culture there is when you can actually build a culture around it because you'd be open about it. Yeah, mm -hmm. totally. I love the idea of just hanging out with folks that you haven't met and then 
first thing you're gonna do, we're just smoking a joint. And yeah. That's I'll, pretty cool. It I'll, is like the peace, the, what do they call it? Like the peace pipe or the talking stick is what they call it in my case. Weed, weed drink you had a talking stick earlier today, uh, Weed, weed is like one of the most like unifying plants out there, you know? I, like absolutely. I've met so much people just from smoking a joint, you know? It's it's amazing, you know, the lasting relationships you can make with just, you know, a giant. Yeah, exactly. And and it doesn't matter who you are, where you come from. That's yeah. the whole thing about it. It's like everybody likes to smoke weed. It yeah. sucks that it's like a lot of people like to drink and having a beer with somebody, there's some camaraderie there, mm -hmm. but it's kind of not, and maybe getting lit with somebody, <laughs> there's some camaraderie there. For sure. But man, to smoke a joint where you can actually really talk about things kind of, it does break down those defenses. You're right. Yeah. Well, you know what? That's a good lead in because I, I did want to ask you, how did you get into growing? Growing? Yeah. Well, you know, <clears throat> ever since I was a kid, you know, like, Back in that, back in Antigua, you know, like my father, he had a farm, and you know every summer, you know, I'd go, I'd go out there with him, you know, five o'clock in the morning, and just do farming, you know, plant mango trees, banana trees, avocado trees, and a whole bunch of different citrus trees and guavas and just a, a lot, of, a lot of these tropical fruits. You yeah. Know? Simple yeah. or what? Sorry, I just got to ask, man. Did you use chemicals, compost? Oh, all, 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 like, um, it was, it was like a, it was like a kind of regenerative farm, you know? So we didn't really use any, any chemicals or, or like pesticides or. Yeah. Anything. Was it because they weren't available or it's just. No, they the were mindset? available. They were available, but my father just never really had that approach. You know, he just never really took that, that kind of. That's awesome. Conventional approach to farming. You know, yeah. he just was more into the sustainable, you know, just. That shit is like an addiction. It sounds really healthy. Man. It definitely, man. Like, really, it does. Yeah, the soil, the soil is so rich out there, too, you know, so yeah. you don't really need it, personally. Yeah, Antigua's got good soil? Yeah, definitely. So so were you, like, you had found a few, like, pot plants in between? So, no, I didn't. I, my dad was actually against weed, bro, like, believe it or not. Oh. So, you know, so, like, you know, you couldn't tell him anything about weed, you know. He was one of them old school guys, you know, like, like reefer madness and oh, shit. Uh, he, got, yeah. he got caught up in that shit. It's a gateway you know? drug. Dude, yeah, exactly. exactly. My dad wasn't cool with weed until it came to be $4,000 a pound. <laughs> but, but you were cultivating plants, though, and you kind of learned a lot about growing. Is that exactly. So I've always had like a passion for growing, you know, as a kid. And then, you know, when I was 16 and I smoked my first joint with my buddies and stuff, you know, I, that's when it all started. You know, I was just like, man, this shit. Makes me feel nice. Yeah. And, I was confused know. when I first smoked it. I was like, this is what, and then it really confused me. I'm like, this is what they were telling exactly, me about, Exactly, because like, you, you know, you, 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 grow, you grow up. I'm not jumping out a window. Yeah, yeah you grew up hearing <laughs> that it's going to make you crazy. Mm -hmm. And, and um, you know, it's it's like, you know, it's like a gateway drug and all this yep. stuff, you know. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. Like some people, you yeah. know, it's not for everybody, you know. So like some people just are genetically predisposed yeah. with some sort of like mental illness or something. And then doing something that's mind altering can kind of like trigger, trigger that, you know, and then, you but know. Even people that sure. love it though. They're, what would you say, 10% of the population is stoners or cannabis users? I would, I would think somewhere they, around like- That's a number they've thrown out for a long time. Right. I, I bet it's a little bit higher, but yeah. All right, what are we smoking? Um, ah. Some grease, that's, that's the, um, the greasy pussy. <laughs> 
I'm gonna put greasy pussy in my mouth, y'all. <laughs> I'm gonna have to call it something else, man. Because every time I tell, every time I tell somebody GP. what it's called, they're like, you know, man, that was Grand Prix. It's 2022, GP. man. What's that greasy pussy? <laughs> maybe, maybe just take off the Y and just call it greasy piss. That's an interesting one. Yeah. So we'll see. It's memorable, if nothing else. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> they say any publicity is good publicity. Well, you smoking? Uh, you on this? Yeah. How did you get your uh, first opportunity to grow your own weed? Okay, so like, um, well, I mean, I tried. I tried a little thing when I was in um, back in 2000, 2011 when I was going to um, a community college back in Antigua. Wait, tell me the first. <laughs> Is it because mine was like a 70 watt mercury vapor light oh, and a cardboard tent that I oh, made? No, my first girl was outside in my backyard. Nice. Where my dad couldn't see, you know? Oh, that's ballsy. I popped two beans. Wow. And and they were getting too big, so I had to harvest them early, you know, because I was getting kind of scared. But <laughs> that but, is what happens. Your first grow, especially if you're sneaking it, happened for me. I was like, well, actually, I, I just took some seeds. I found out that shit had seeds. I was like, you give me that fucking <laughs> But it grew. I was like, the die-cut leaves came out. I was like, all right, cool. And then the real leaves came out. I was like, this looks like four pot plants here, man. I had to ditch them things. Yeah, man. Like, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know much about weed at the time. So, you know, they, they were growing and everything, and I harvested them. But, man, to make things worse, they were, they were both herm plants. They were two hermaphrodites. Uh, yeah, so, you know... Well. I smoked it still because I was like, yo, shit, I'm about to get it. I know After all that time, after work, all that time, yeah. I smoked it. I had to, I had to convince myself that I was getting yeah. high. You know, I was like, you know, you ever, you ever just smoke something and then you're just like, man. I did it last night. Times <laughs> you just got to convince yourself. We've all been in the dry shit. times. <laughs> yeah, know? bro. So. My buddy's kid, gave, I gave him a plant last year and he's like, dude, I got some from last year I want to show you. And I was like, you gotta, cool, man, cool. I, you know, I smoked a joint of it. I kind of felt, uh, yeah, I, I felt obliged, it. man. But it's kind of reminded me of my first week, you know? Growing yeah. a 70 watt bulb, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what it used to taste like. That's what my first grow was. But after that, you know, like, you know, I started, I started getting more serious with it, started to do more research and whatnot. And I just learned, you know, you learn a lot about it, about the medicinal aspects and whatnot. And yeah. The growing and everything. So I, I tried again when I was in Texas, you know, going to, going to school over there. Wait, hang on a second, man. Isn't Texas, when I think about weed in Texas, I think about we're going to throw away the key. <laughs> You know, right? My buddy actually, uh, cousin actually, distant cousin, got four and a half years or did four and a half years in a Texas prison for I think less than a pound. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's crazy, old dude. You ever been to prison, Johnny? <laughs> Turkish prison. Turkish. <laughs> so yeah, man. Ballsy again. Yeah. Oh, thank so you, my friend. Grown, thank you. Grown in Texas, and well, I mean, what's that like? Yeah, I mean, you, you know, it was nothing major, you know. It, it was just like uh, I had an, an advanced platinum LED light, you know, the P450, I think is what it was called. And, and yeah, I had two plants, you know, two small plants. Yeah. You know, it was like um, a Gorilla Glue bag seed that I found, you know, and uh, OG, OG Kush that I, that I bought from um, Crop King Seeds. Okay. Yeah. And they, they came out pretty good, you know, you know, it was nice. Your first success. Exactly. You know, I felt I felt somewhat proud of of what I produced at that time, you know, somewhat, you know. 
I can tell everybody's getting higher. <laughs> can I have a full on hijack, man? You said Gorilla Glue bag seat. Right? Yeah, yeah. So like we, you know, you know, we got some Gorilla Glue, <clears throat> and then you know we found a bunch of seeds in there. Right. And yeah, I like every strain. Every time, every time I get seeds from some strain that yeah. I get, I usually just kind of keep them and save them, you know, until sure. I realize that you know you shouldn't really. You shouldn't really be playing with those kind of seeds, you know. If you're trying yeah. to do seed production, yeah. especially, you know, you gotta, because you pass on hermaphrodite traits, and you don't want to do that, you know. If just because we're talking with a breeder and guru, you're on the mic. I am on the mic. So he said gorilla glue, and I think of gorilla glue. I think of gorilla glue number four, which I imagine was a specific out of a pack of seeds. It was the you know the fourth one, and it was particularly amazing. That's clone only. Now, did they, it was there a way where they reversed that and back cry, whatever the fuck, and got it to actually to produce seeds that are actually Gorilla Glue number four seeds? Is that how it works or? Uh, yeah. I mean, the, you definitely could take the like female Gorilla Glue number four cut and, and uh, self it with itself. Right. And then get pretty close to it. And you can do some multiple generations of doing that and get it uh, closer to true breeding to that original cut. But I mean, there's always going to be some genetic variation going on in there. Interesting. Or, or it could be just somebody like screwed up the light schedule or pissed them off, and, and they hurt them. You know. Exactly. Yeah. And in that, in, yeah. in the case, in the case that I'm, that in my case, you know, like, you know, you know, you get some gorilla glue from somebody, you know, you don't know where it came from, and then you see seeds in it. You know, it, it could be a situation where there was other things being grown. It's true. It got pollinated by something else, yeah. you know, that may have been her me or something, you know, or maybe there was a, a male plant that got away and it pollinated it that way. Yeah. You know, I only popped, yeah. I, only, I only popped one, one of the Gorilla Glue seeds and it, luckily enough, it was a female, but I don't know whether it was, there were femme seeds or regular seeds or I just know it was a bag seed. Yeah. So know. it's got Gorilla Glue and maybe something else in there, but yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, what's it like? Well, I mean, you know, is oh, it, a, it, it, it was, it had Gorilla Glue, it had Gorilla Glue um, characteristics for sure. Okay. And it had that Gorilla, it had the same smell as, as, um, the flower, so. So you got lucky with probably a Gorilla Glue S1 then, sounds like. Could be, you know, potentially, you know. So that was your first, like, like really good kind of weed that you grew, grew on your own, or? Yeah, exactly, you know, just, you know, just trying it out, you know, with minimal, minimal means, you know, just a light, yeah. some, some soil. Was using some Fox Farm farm mutes, you know. Yep, simple yeah. on the down low. Real simple on the down low, you know. Yeah. Well, dude, yeah. I've been surprised. I go to Breeders Grows, and they're not all that fancy because they're not breeding for bud production. Right, they're breeding right. for, you know, just for, uh, for seed, seed, seed yeah. production. Yeah, definitely. It, and it, I did want to add one more yes, thing. So, like, um, just because when you hear, like, oh, hey, man, I grew out some bag seed, I just wanted to reinforce that you're in Texas. Yeah, so, so like I was getting the seeds isn't like getting the seeds now, really. Definitely. Much riskier not. venture. I'm I'm assuming. Yeah. yeah. Shit so so you're happy. I guess what I'm saying is like, you know, sometimes you gotta make do with what you have. You know what? Though I'm making it out from what I've heard. Is there a weed scene in Texas? You can be a stoner in Texas. I mean, I know Austin's a cool place, man. Sure, they got yeah, us yeah, weed man, in Austin. Man, you just don't want to get caught. That's yeah. All. yeah, they got a bunch of stoners out there that smoke all I the time. I imagine so. Know? It's a fucking big enough to be its own country. Yeah, you just don't want to get caught because you just pay a little extra. <laughs> right? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, oh, no. Yeah, yeah. You pay. You pay. Pay a premium for the risk. All right. Say, come on, vacation. Just why prohibition so stupid? <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah. But anyways, how did and then from there I'm assuming yeah. that it got a little bit better. Oh, it got way better from then, you know, because as just back then I was just playing around, you know, I wasn't really, you know, yeah. taking things as serious as I do now. But yeah, but when I moved out to Colorado after graduating, you know, um in twenty eighteen is when I moved out here in Colorado and then I got I got into the cannabis industry, you know. So, okay. so I started growing commercially. Like the first job that I got was a commercial grow. And we were growing in um, Rockwell. Okay. Yeah, we were growing in Rockwell. It's very soulful, isn't it, man? Well, like did it feel, yeah, I was going to ask you if it felt kind of weird, dude. Man. Yeah, I mean, it's, that's that you know, first thing like, that your like, dad To be honest with you, when, when I first saw it, I was like, what the hell is this? You know, like, growing in, in Rockwell and, you know, pumping them pumping them with these salts, you know, just like on an automated feed, you know, we just... We're using um, what, general hydroponic nutrients. Yeah, that's, yeah. That, that's the yeah. one, man. Yeah, and just yeah. feed Very them. different from what you were used to, I imagine. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, you know? Because I'm more, I'm, I, I, I'm a strong believer in um, the organic approach, mm-hmm. you know? But I can understand now why, you know, a lot of people would do the hydroponic growing and whatnot because, and you can get some good hydro for sure, you know? You know, it's, it's, it's really about the scale, no? The scale, the, the the ease of it, you know. Where you live. If you live up like in a third floor, you don't want to be carrying bags of soil. That too. It's a pain in the ass. Yeah, I know people true. that did it, man. You can you can grow you can grow in, in a smaller yeah. smaller medium and still be able to produce um the, yeah. the yield. As a microbe guy, it, gotta I, go against rock wool though, man. But oh I go I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you. I, I, it's just better ways. They do, I've been growing for a while and in the beginning, like I started with rock wool slabs mm-hmm. and then I went to uh actually took me a long time to figure out that a plant would grow well in soil. Right. You know what I mean? It's so used to cannabis as a production system. <laughs> nah, man, you know? that plant ain't gonna grow in soil. Soil. Yeah. What do you mean? You gotta you buy these rock wool. Plastic wrap slabs, <laughs> man. You know? That's so crazy. But I, you know, when you're doing that, though, at the same time, it's a learning experience, right? I mean, yeah. to, to uh, be involved in something that's completely opposite from what you were used to, I would imagine that you learn a lot. I learned I learned a lot about different growing, growing um, mediums, like you got rock wool, you got cocoa with the um, perlite, you know, you got hydrogen clay pebbles, you know, what do you prefer, man? What's your media of choice? Right now, right now, because of um, you know, the ease and whatnot, it's just easier. I like to just use cocoa and perlite. I knew it. I knew it, man. <laughs> yeah. Me too. But I would too, I would mix it too. I would mix it with some organic soil sometimes, sure. you know. I used to mix it with some castings. There's man. nothing wrong with that at all. Man. I like to mix Hell cocoa no. with the organics, you know. Kind of do a hybrid kind of right. thing, you know, right now. Well, least. cocoa yeah. is organic. There's no fucking way you're telling me that she's yeah, not it's organic. Just, it's it's coconut husk. Cool. Exactly. It's just coconut yeah. husk broken, broken down into a grain. You know? So, I mean, not to go off on a tangent, but I mean, doesn't your soil contain rocks? What do you mean? Yes. Well, there's minerals and and rock in your oh, soil, yeah. right? Like sand or clay. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's got to be in such so, a small little like they, to make it accessible. Yeah, it has to be like in that. Oh, I see what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yo, it's kind of a I don't know what you went to college point. for, but mm-hmm. I went to college for business and I did not have to take chemistry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I can the obviously point, see I'm dueling with uh, um, the the point is that the label doesn't really mean a whole lot. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? And I th- it seems like a lot of folks now are kind of... It depends what organic is, though. Is glacial rock saying. dust organic? Yeah, exactly. Really. Yeah, exactly. Perlite, perlite is volcanic rock. Yeah, so, so, I, so I, if I may, like minimally processed. Right. Maybe, yeah. Maybe is the way to yeah, like yeah. characterize that. I don't know. But yeah, the that, that sounds like... The, that's kind of like the easy, simple kind of thing. Oh, and cocoa. do you find that... Like, uh, you know, does it just allow you to grow more or just allows you time to do other things or what's the big draw to having it like simple like that? I'm just curious. It's, it's, um, it's just, it's just easier in my opinion, you know, to, 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 to do cocoa. Yeah. Um, Cause especially indoors. Yeah. Um, oh, I agree. I feel, like, I feel like, I feel like it's, cle- I feel like it's cleaner. Okay. You know, you know, you don't have that much dust and you recycle mud it? and the cocoa. Yeah. Unfortunately, not. No, I reuse mine. Oh, you do? Yeah, I'm oh. cheap. Oh, okay. No, you know what? It's a pain in the ass to get rid of it. I'd, yeah. r- I'd rather take the root balls and kick them into a, you know, onto a tarp or something like that. Yeah, and just reuse. It. Yeah, yeah. It's, it works yeah. good for a while. Is the reason to not use it because it's uh, like salty or like built like, you know, like not buffered or something or is it because it the fibers break down and get kind of that's like what happens after a while and you know you, you just never know you could have, you just never know you may have like you know a bunch of fungus not larva in there and it's true you know who knows what are the pests or whatever what's what true they? yep you know and then you got viruses too you know that could be in the roots in the plants and whatnot so i just like to start fresh and talk about that man as long as we're we're a little grow we're a grow talk show this is a grow oriented episode that's okay you know what though plant viruses and you've experienced them you get a clone no, and it's it's I actually haven't i mean maybe i did but i don't not right. knowingly when you pass clones around the shitload actually you've, you've been since you've been growing there's like a really good clone scene going mm-hmm. but uh you can get whatever it's just you can get a plant virus and it you don't know what it is it's like oh man this this uh you know whatever the clone used to be so strong this, this strain used to be so strong and it's just not the same as it was and a lot of times it's a virus that gets in there and just weakens it a little could bit be, yeah. man and it, and it could be as simple as just having a mom room and you have one plant in there that has a virus and it just passes it on through just yep. just leave contact yep. you know just being in contact you know, that way yeah. you can pass viroids on to the plant. So, and just taking cuts, like, you know, and without, without cleaning your pruners and just, you know, not taking um, aseptic techniques into consideration when you're, you know, dealing with your propagation, you know, that's another way to try yeah. do you Do you grow mostly from seed or do you have a lot of cuts that you have to recently, maintain? Too? So recently I've been, I've been doing a lot of pheno hunts, just kind of running through um, crosses that I've done. Uh-huh. You know, I'm in a kind of R&D phase right now where I'm just kind of trying to come up with nice strains to then to then make crosses with, you know. Gotcha. gotcha. So you're still looking for breeding stock, I guess. Pretty much. Yeah, that's cool. That's kind of what I'm doing. So I've been popping a lot of seeds right now, but I do have, you know, a, a, a genetic library, you know, comprised of clones and whatnot. You know. Are there any uh, kind of varieties or, you know, land race kind of stuff or anything that you're interested in or working with or something that you're after or just curious? Definitely. So, like, you know, I was I was just back back in Antigua last week 
Um, you know, know where you got those sunglasses? No, nah, <laughs> I actually found these in my truck, and I was, you know, because I have one of my roommates just kind of. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna wear these to the show, and you know, you know <laughs> can so. never go wrong with blue glasses. Yeah, bro. You know, that's actually my favorite color too. You know, so <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I got we, you know, you know, they had a few land races out there that that have been growing for, for for years, man. You know, like back in the in the nineteen nineties and. Or like late eighties, you know. What what are those like? What I I mean, I'm assuming they're like sativa. Yeah, they're dead. Yeah, oh yeah, aggressive they're, plants. They're, yeah, they're sativa, n- n- not really too big, but they, you know they're they just being around for a while, you know, and you know people like it a lot. So I got a few of those. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little hunt here in, in a in indoors, you know, and kind of see how they look, how they express too, because. That's another thing. It could express how it does back in Antigua, based on the environment. Right, right now. Okay. And then you yep. bring it over here. It's a totally whole different, different plant. Wow. It might even be a, it, you see, it's just, it might be wow, a sativa man. in Antigua. And then I come and grow it out here in Colorado and it has more of an indica now. It's like more of an indica plant. Is it know? because it's adapting like to the new, you know, elevation? Yeah. It's just like, dude, I have to change. <laughs> definitely. Things definitely, are different now. Definitely. You know, you know, you have genes that turn on and turn off based on the environmental pressures, you know, it's the term called epigenetics. Guru has taught you know, me that. That's fascinating. Yeah, yes. so that's kind of... You've taught me well, Guru. <laughs> the other thing, so in, in and it's Antigua. Antigua, yeah. Is there an A in that? At the end, yeah. Okay. A-N-T-I-G-U-A. Okay, right on. Antigua. So those plants that are growing there, are those literally like uh, like fields of males and females? They're oh, poly- yeah. open pollinated open every pollination. year. And then they're literally like just you select the, the favorites? Certain. So so like a lot of a lot back in the day, you know, in order to grow weed, people were going up in the hills, out in the hills, and they were just planting seeds, three seeds in a hole, you know, and just letting them do their thing, you know? Yeah. You you definitely they, they would try their best. To, to weed out the herms and the males and whatnot to, to you know, get a more fruitful crop. Yeah. But it's, it's so much, you're going to have a few missing. So you definitely have the open pollination going on, you know. And there's definitely the saving of seeds for the next season, right? Exactly. Okay. You know, like a farmer might, might have this particular plant that looks real good and they intentionally pollinated with a plant, you know. Yeah. Just to, just to maintain those seeds or whatever. And being in the tropics, do you get multiple growing seasons? Yes, exactly. All year round. You know? All year round. Yeah. So, I mean, what does that look like in terms of cycles? Like, do you run, because they go a little bit longer, right? In general or no? Just because it's more 12-12? Exactly. Of? So because it's more 12-12, usually what we see is that once you germinate, you germinate a seed, have it growing outside within the first month and a half, you know? It starts to show pistols. It starts to flow. Okay, so every, you can every time, every time. So I pop a seed today, in in um in April. Yeah, and within a month and a half, it's gonna start flowering. So can you just yeah, you can just basically put stuff into bloom anytime. Anytime. That's pretty cool. You know, That's pretty cool. And probably that means you could just put a couple hours of light on it to keep it from going into in the flower. That's that's what's that's what, they, that's what they started to do now. You know so. Literally, you know, you just you would just have your plants, you know, outside, get in the sunlight, and then when once the sun starts to set, 
that's when your 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 little solar powered lights or whatever turn yep. on for okay. like maybe four hours or Badass. so. Because you don't need much light. And yeah, you just need at least sixteen hours, you know. And, and these are all like outdoor; they're not really greenhouse. Right, right. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah. Uh, I have to ask you: Do you have any like outdoor grow tips? Outdoor grow tips. Yeah, yeah. Any, definitely, like, any advice definitely, for definitely. So. Like, I, like I would recommend, you know, if 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 on on like shady days, like when when you're like getting, <clears throat> maybe it's like you got uh, overcast, you know, clouds. Yeah. For for a few days, the plant's not able to photosynthesize as effectively that, and then it's gonna lower your bricks level. You okay. know the, the sugars that it produces and all the other. So don't grow where it gets cloudy ever. No, so well, yeah, that too. But, but <laughs> in in, in instances in instances where you have like a like a like a shady kind of right stuff, spray it with some fulvic acid, like like a fulvic acid um, foliar. Yeah, yeah, because fulvic acid actually acts as a as a as the sun. It, you know, it helps to helps to like maintain those bricks levels. Man, I'm Googling shit tonight. Check it man. out. You got me Googling Check tonight, out, man. Did you, were you in an agriculture-related <laughs> or plant-related field? I did, um, I, I went to, I went to school for biology with a focus in plant science. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's badass, man. Yeah. All right, so, but now I'm sorry I disagreed with them, man. Where, where, how would you foliar <laughs> with, uh, Humic? How would I do it? Yeah. Well, you know, they, they sell, they sell products. What is uh remind me like uh who's the guy man build the soil full like full power um build the soil they have a, a pro I can't remember what it's called yeah I think full power yeah. full power right yeah is that, yep, that's, that's the, the bio well, that's that's one that I'm thinking of yeah oh yeah something like bio yeah. full yeah. power aren't bio they like the, is, they like own the whole fulvic and humic they like make it all is that was the that's what I that's what I, guy that's is, what I thought isn't he like the father of fulvic acid mm. probably I don't. Oh, that's beyond my knowledge. But but the fulvic, um, when you say it acts as the sun, what does that mean? So when when I say it acts like the sun, you know, so the sun, um, it gives light to the plant, and it's 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 not like a it's not like a a, a long like if you, if you if you if you're in a shady place all the time, you know, it's not gonna work. It's not gonna work. But gotcha. it helps. It's not artificial photosynthesis. It's not like it's not gonna serve like the sunlight. Sure. So you don't think that you're gonna have your plants right, in the right. dark and just spray it. I'll keep them in my garage and, and spray them gonna, every day. No, it's just gonna help. It's just Increase gonna help. Efficiency. It's gonna help yeah. to maintain those brick levels okay. in the plants. You know. I did not know that. <clears throat> Definitely. I do know that people like to spray with folic acid or foliar. Old ears with fulvic acid. Right. Yes, I'm doing good here, man. <laughs> yeah. It works. Everybody's right. really baked in the studio today. Yeah. Uh, thanks for sticking with us, everybody. That's <laughs> good times, man. I'm enjoying this, man. I, I like to. I've been watching them. I like what you do, man. So I'm glad you let me sit in on this, brother. Thank you. Yeah, that's so. Um, when it comes to uh, just, I'm curious if you can share a little bit more about what what you're working on, what your your projects are. Oh yeah, definitely. So like, I've been I've been working with my ChemCat a lot. I'm actually working on a ChemCat line. See, that's so, a good name. Yeah, ChemCat. Chem right. So that's gonna be like Chem something and Cheetahpiss yeah. and. Well, no, no, no. It's actually the ChemCat is a, a cross between um, Motor Breath Fifteen. Oh, and, I love that one. Puffo Gelato. From, okay. From Raw Genetics. Raw Genetics is Puffo Gelato. Yeah, okay. yeah. I didn't know that. Shout out to our buddy Brad. Absolutely. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Oh, you guys know him? Yeah. Very well. Yeah, he's, he's a good a, guy. He's a good guy. Yeah. yeah, he's a good yeah. Guy. Cool, man. So, all right. So, ChemCat, 
Kemp Cat number three. So it's a it's a pheno that it's a pheno that I hunted, you know, and that was my my favorite one. So, but know, regular or feminized seeds? The well, well, that line that I'm working on, the yeah. Kemp Cat line, is going to be feminized. Feminized, okay. I'm, I'm, and it's going to be like an indica, you know, based kind of kind of line, you know. Are you looking for something like for yourself at the end of the day? Like, cause I know Definitely, you like yeah, and, and like the majority of my friends and you know, just people in my circle and whatnot, that's kind of what they like too. So bring it down a little, like kick it down a notch and a little stonier kind right, of weed. Right. Or just like some real potent stony stuff that's gonna, you know, knock you out and make you go to sleep. Right on, right on. Yeah. I definitely appreciate that, especially at the end of the day exactly. around here. Exactly. You know, when you go out and do something real fun. Oh, yeah. I like it all around, man. And first thing in the morning, I, I'd smoke some some heavy indica strain. Dude, you a waking baker, <laughs> man? Oh, definitely, bro. Yeah, I've been waiting a little bit, man. And then it's bad because I wait till we actually record the show. Mm, and then uh, sometimes it goes a little fussy. First mo- early morning. Are, are you, do you uh, kind of get up with the sun? Are you that kind of, like an early morning yeah, person? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, def- I wake up early in the morning every morning, you know, around five, five, with five the slug, yeah. Like in the winter still time? last night, bro. Do you get up with the sun? Like later, that's what I find. I, I'm, they I'm got they got the, the daylight change, the, the daylight saving and stuff, you know. Yeah. So sometimes it kind of switches up, you know. But early, like, are you gardening or just smoking or well, what, what do you know, like to do? I wake up, you know, and look at my um, look at my crypto account, you know, just. Oh, Jesus Christ, man. Yeah, man. You better smoke two joints after that. <laughs> oh, especially after what happened, man. Like, I don't, I try not to even look at it too much, but, you know, you can still skim some profits even though right. they're low right now. So, okay, right. right on. So I right. try and just, you know, try to do some trades here and there, you know. I'll we'll have to keep around after and get some tips. I've never been so glad <laughs> to, about to never yeah, understand yeah. something. I'm like, I love not knowing about that. About the crypto? Yeah, yeah. Keep yeah. that. Yeah. That's great. So um, are you going to bring some of these to, to the cup coming up in a couple of weeks? Yes, yes. That's yeah. fantastic. Hey Banner, I've been kind of sitting on this question for a little bit because I don't talk to breeders as much as you. And I am just curious. For me, when I'm in my grow and I have to label seeds and I'm like, I got six strains and I have to label the cup when I'm transplanting. I'm like, God, this is a pain in the ass, man. I couldn't imagine what it's like, like the whole housekeeping, record keeping, the actual reality of creating six, eight, ten strand, uh, different seeds, whatever you do. I don't know yeah. the different lines, but yeah, no, how do you, you know, how do you manage something like that? I mean, you, you know, you got your, you know, you got your phone, you know, that's like the simplest way to do it. Well, <laughs> or just, just like a book or just well, like cross pollination is specifically what I'm wondering about. Uh-huh. How do you keep so you know that this oh, okay, bud or this okay, plant okay, okay. has these seeds yeah. and you know that they're not cross pollinated or do you have to run a shitload of rooms or do you just keep a track of everything really? Yeah, right? so like I'm just a, I'm a one man army, you know. So it's just me doing this and you know I keep everything simple. So like, and I don't have much grow space. So what I would do is like if I'm doing a breeding project, right? I'm just gonna do one at a time. That's I imagine that's the you only know, way to not go crazy. Exactly, with just it, man. to just to just to kind of um, prevent like cross contamination. You know, because even if I had a breeding project going on and you know upstairs and I have one going on downstairs, sure. you, you can just still, you just that never that know. You know, one day I might be you know yep. high. You know, go upstairs check up on the plants and then not think about the pollen on my on my it, shirt or my dreads that's or whatever. Way too big of a it is you disturbing know? how yeah. easy it is to pollinate things. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I just kind of just when I'm whenever I'm doing a breeding project, I make sure to just do one. 
at a time. Got it. You know? So that's with respect to that when you're paying whatever you're paying for a pack of seeds. Yeah. No, that, that took somebody, what, three, four months yeah. of a project? It to takes do? time. And, you know, you have to you have to be vigilant. You know, you, you, you can't just like set it and forget it kind of thing. You know, you got to be in the grow every day. It's growing looking at Looking at your plants, you know, because you may have a hermaphrodite that you unintentionally, you know, you didn't want in there. Right, you know? right. And and it just pollinates your whole your whole thing your whole you know your whole project with with her her implant and your target male you know or or your revet or your reversed female you know how long does it take to get good doing it if you practice consistently when do you think you started getting good um I mean I'm still learning you know we all are exactly we you all know? are you know I I feel I do pretty good but you know I, you. you you're always learning. You're always improving your craft. You're always getting better. And as time goes by, you just get better, you know? But I feel like I started getting pretty good at it, you know, after, like, working at that commercial grow back in 2018. You That's know, just having hands-on with the plants, being there every day. I imagine. It's like boot camp, you, you know? know? You know? And then just doing it on my own at the same time. Jeez, you, you know, you gotta be careful you don't burn out, then, man. Oh, I don't want to see another. It doesn't feel plant, like man. work. It doesn't feel like work, you know. Like, For me too, man. That's like why growing anything is is fun. It's like I feel like it soothes my soul when I when I like just deal with the plants and just knowing in my mind that like this plant is helping a lot of people Fuck and yeah. it impacts a lot of people so positively. And I and I'm just doing my part, you know, whether it's simple or not, you know. And and it's benefiting them, you know. So yeah. that's that's what makes me feel good every day, you know. It yeah. keeps me going, you know. I respect uh, that. Yeah. And like the genetics aspect of it, you know, I I don't wanna lose my strains, you know. You know, so that's a way of like keeping them, you know, like doing seeds and being able to like share it with people and like kinda encouraging them to 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 grow it themselves, you know, and maybe even breed themselves and store them, you know, being able to do their own thing, you know, and find what works for them, yeah. themselves. So you know? you're just looking to push the plant forward. Yeah, much. man, yeah, man. That's all it's about, really and truly, you know? Man, having that genetics catalog is something I really value. I came back from vacation and a lot of my plants were a little bit fucked up. And yeah. I just and clones, you know, I left clones for oh, two man. weeks, man, you know? How lucky can you get? All right. But there I was just like, dude, at least I was able to save one of each of them. I was like, dude, I'm really attached to those. I have this Pura Vida that I love, which is ironic that while in Costa Rica, I fucked up the Pura Vida. But um, it's this time, like, come on, please come back. Please, man. I'm attached to my genetics. Oh, I know how you feel, man. Like, I had a, I had a, a strain called Cambus Cocho. I still have it. But it was this particular pheno. Man, like I didn't take a clone of it, like like when I was pheno hunting them. Because uh, the you know, man. you know, you know, you can always what you can do is you can just like harvest the plant partially and then just bring it back Re-veg into the um, reveg. Yeah, 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 yeah. and it, it'll work. So that's what I was hoping on, right? Right. But then it ended up dying during the reveg, you know. So I couldn't even take a clone from it. Oh, so it hurts. Man. I ended up losing that particular pheno. But it's all good. I'll find it again, you know. When you do that, are you running like you're flipping it when it's pretty small? When I'm doing, I'm always curious hunt. about that. So, like, some a lot of people will, uh, at least me, I would grow out a plant, take cuts, and then flip it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think other people will like flip it quicker. And then, if they want to keep it, 
they'll take right. re-veg it. I'm just curious if there's you have a preference. Yeah, I mean, you know, it just all depends on your situation. You know, it's probably where the rock will yeah, like be. And, and the time that, and the time that yeah yeah that right too. and the time that you're working with. You know, like ideally, the best thing to do if you're doing a pheno hunt would be to to like take clones early on. Yeah, and then you know label them. Of course, make sure everything's labeled, and then you know grow your plants out because you want to see the plant to its full potential. You know, yeah. so you grow it out and grow it properly too. Yeah, yeah, you know? exactly. And then you know. You keep a few, run them again, you know, and just kind of keep running them, you know, make sure you have yeah. the stability and the consistency. And, and it, then you can like select your, you know, that, yeah. make sure people try it, you know, you know, the different phenos. Because sure. you might like this pheno <laughs> and then like 80% of the population say it's trash, you know, so it's like, you know, all right, you know, yeah, I'll just keep this one for myself. But if they like this other pheno better, like, I'm going to roll with that one, you know? Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. What what else do you grow uh, or what else do you grow now? That's what I was gonna ask next. I let you. Ask, all right, good. We're on the vibe, like just vegetables. Well, yeah, man. Like so so like right now, my living situation isn't the best. But but when 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 I was like living at this spot uh, um, back in the day, you know, I'd have like a vegetable garden with a bunch of tomatoes, you know, like cherry tomatoes and and um, peppers and. I even had some blueberries and strawberries too, you know? So I like to grow a bunch of different yeah. stuff. You know, I'm actually trying to get, I'm trying to like grow some mushrooms, not not the psychedelic mushrooms, sure. yeah. but like the gourmet mushrooms, yeah. like the pink oysters. And Take a look to your right, man. Those, those are mushroom kits from oh, Sa yeah. Sacred Three Mushrooms. Oh, yeah, it's our friend Tanazi. It's teaching me how to do it. Yeah, no, it's, 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 not, that, it's not that hard, you know? I think yeah. we're not. I think we're inoculating them after the show. So if you want to stick around, oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, like yeah, oysters right? and all sorts of lion's mane, you know, reishi, chaga, you know. Uh, so it's all into the mushrooms like okay, that. Okay, okay. Aren't you yeah. growing some, Guru? Uh, not currently. I've grown like oysters and trumpets and reishis and some other ones. Hey, what's your fake brother's name? John. John, man, John. John. All right. I'm not even mentioning John. <laughs> 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 Leave the brother trip mushrooms for another. Yeah. Yeah. They're getting more and more accepted too, though. You want to talk about uh, just things changing. I mean, my dad loves cannabis now, you know? It's pretty cool that you can get uh, like like gourmet mushrooms out of like essentially a shoebox. It you is cool. I mean? It's just growing yeah, mushrooms yeah, in yeah. general. That's growing. pretty cool because I mean, they're not easy to get at the store and they're really expensive. Yeah. Definitely. And like I'm, I'm plant based and you know? I don't eat any animal products. So, you know, it's. It's just a good source of like protein and you know just different macronutrients and whatnot for me. Yeah, like zinc and stuff like that. You know those minerals that you need. Yeah, it seems like that. And it's good for people that eat eat animal products too. You know, like because they're missing like just because you eat meat, you know, you you, you could be deficient in a lot of these minerals. And, yeah, I find it fascinating because I would guess that. Like mushrooms always get thrown in with produce, right? Like with vegetables. Yeah. But they're, they're not completely man. different yeah. animal or species, let's say. I know. Right? It's not they're a entirely plant. It's different not a plant and it's not an animal, is it? It's a different king. That's what man. I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. And they provide completely different benefits and so forth. And I, I feel like uh, some of that's starting to come out now. 
like yeah. where you know people are understanding that they have a lot of value. Just, I'm telling you, the internet is such a double-edged sword because you get these morons that uh, that display their opinions sometimes, which is kind of hurtful. But you have all this information that's coming out, whether it's the information about cannabis and sharing information about how to grow and where to get seeds, or information about mushrooms, the medicinal benefits of all of them, not just the psilocybin, but yeah. yes, it's pretty cool. All of them. All of them. All of them. All of them. Even the non-psychedelic ones. Yeah, definitely. You know, so, and, and, it's, and it's like, and it's that holistic approach, you know, like using all of these things, you know, that, that nature provided us, you know, not just one aspect, you know, not just sure. like weed, you know, and expect yep. to be all good with just weed. Yep. You, know, you also need to look at other aspects, like, you know, and other, other, other sources. You know, like mushrooms, for instance, or I just agree. like plant more plant-based foods. You have more fruits and veggies, and you know, and just good good water. <laughs> it's you know? so fucked up going to the going shopping and then getting high as fuck. You walk in, and the first thing you see is the fruit and the veggies, and you're just like, "Fuck yeah!" I spend every dime there. <laughs> yeah. It's just so amazing, you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, pro tip: all of the stuff from outside of the store is the stuff that's expensive. Cheap stuff's in the middle. Yeah, man. So my, my oatmeal packets are, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, you know what? Um, I'm pretty excited to uh, try some more of this bud at the cup. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. uh, you're going to come and have some beans, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. I have and hang out. Strings, yeah. You're going to yeah, bring some of your nice exciting. sounding strains, right? Definitely. Like, they've got a lovely daughter and those kind of strains, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. You, you just come, come, come check me out in the booth and see what I got, you know. You definitely won't be disappointed, you know. That's good stuff. Yeah, man. you won't be disappointed. You'd be high. If nothing else, <laughs> yeah. you'll be high. Definitely. I will t- I will say that, whether you like the flavors or not. <laughs> but, man, yeah, you're going to be high. Manny, give yourself uh, a proper shout out. Yeah, man. tell everybody where to find you. All right, well, you know, I only have um, one social media, and that's Instagram. Oh, good luck. Yeah, nice rap. putting all your eggs in one basket, by the way. You might <laughs> want to rethink that one. Definitely. <laughs> well, but but yeah, my Instagram is Ras underscore Spani. So R-A-S underscore S-P-A-N-N-I. And then I also have another one called Span Lion Seeds. S-P-A-N-L-I-O-N Seeds. Okay. Those are my only two Instagram accounts. All right. You know, I'm working on a website, SpanLionSeeds.co. That one should be coming out soon. Very cool. Well, everybody should feel uh, fortunate to be able to kind of meet you in person and actually smoke some of your bud when they come to, come to the cup. Right? Yeah, it was really cool. First off, supporting the event, the DGC Cup, but actually getting in your car and coming on out and hanging out. It's, uh, it's, it's a treat these yeah. days. Yeah, it's really it's cool to have people yeah. in the studio. Yeah, I figured I'd come and see you guys, you know, in the flesh, you know. Uh, that's the best way to interact with people and... They take it for granted anymore, man, all right? No, no. And I really appreciate you taking your time to drive up and hang out with us for a while, man. This is a good time. Definitely. Hell yeah. It was a pleasure, man. It was a pleasure. Awesome. All right, Banner. Take us out, man. All right. Uh, I don't really have much more to say. Uh, Man, I'm pretty big from your weed. and I I don't know if you guys noticed, but I didn't really smoke at all the show. Outside of that joint thing a couple times. Anyways, come on on to the cup if you can and uh, check it out for yourself. Um, If not, we'll see you next time on Know Your Reader. Some people love to play something.